Welcome. Well, it's been a while due to player absences for holidays, missed sessions, etc. But we're back. You're listening to Rollmaster Classic Actual Play set in Terry Kayamthra's excellent Shadow World using Fantasy Grounds. You can find session summaries, items and characters on Obsidian Portal where our campaign is called The Praise of Old Men. This episode is cross-referenced as Chapter 3, Demons of the Burning Night, Part 9. We're also on YouTube, Podbean and Twitch where you can find the various links as well as an index of some of the main points of each episode in the description. Apologies for Stuart's mic this episode, it seemed to drop out more than usual. You're going to try a few mic in future episodes and I'll talk about this at the end of this episode. Last episode, the party were able to breach the treasure room and loot some excellent gear, including a formidable legendary sword. They returned to a central chamber to ponder a door to the southeast. Beyond the door, you can see a set of stairs that lead down to what looks to be a pair of niches, and then another set of stone steps that lead down to a stone niche. You can just see the beginning of a final set of stone stairs, but these uh, vanish underneath a door which is closed just like the chamber on the other side of you there was no warding sign the sets of alcoves that you can see both are quiet and empty though there seems to be a wooden chest just across the left hand first pairs niches the chest itself old and rusty well careful cherry i'll be trapped down there well i'm more curious about that chest do i have some kind of spear or something that i can use from this distance to poke it you don't have a spear nor do you have that most useful dungeon dragons on a 10 foot foot i'm gonna shoot an arrow at it okay you unlimber your bow, string it, fire an arrow at the chest. The arrow strikes the wood of the chest with a meaty thump. Nothing seems to happen. The chest doesn't move. And if you were attempting to disarm a trap or trigger a trap, nothing seems to Numel and Cherry, you've come down the stairs. Can you give me perception rock? Make these very hard perception rock. Cherry, you can hear a grating sound from the other side of the door south. Uh, what and kind of sound? Stone grating on stone. Somebody's taken two stone blocks, scraping them against each other. Numel, you can't hear anything. Anything down there, Cherry? Yeah. Well, an old wooden chest and some blokes somewhere scraping. Scraping stones together. Stone scraping? I can't hear that. Yep. I don't see anyone in here, though, and I think it comes from behind that door. What's it? What's it sound like? Like a door scraping, or like like millstone scraping? Like two bricks. Oh, weird. Um, on the floor is uh, is it dust? Is there anything we can see, like tracks or anything, or is it that sealed off that's been no dust? Uh, the floor is dusty, but not caked with dust. So over the years, stone has powdered. Rather, some of the stone at ceiling has eroded and turned to powder. But there are no footprints, no obvious footprints. Um, give me a perception, Rob. 
you look closely to see if you can see any. No, um, the dust would be thick enough for you to see footprints. Um, obviously, Numel see what you're doing and follow suit. And similarly, there don't seem to be any footprints. Nothing has disturbed the dust. Nothing has come beyond to your south or down towards the door. Stuart, the steps are going down, aren't they? Not, not yes, up. they are. So both steps go down. Because Cherry and I are now on a lower level, do we have a better view of what's um, further down to the south? Um, all you can see is another pair of Alp and another sort of sheave. Um, Shana, similarly, who comes down to join you. The chest across to your left is large, I suppose. It's three foot long, two foot deep, two foot high. Um, the iron bands on the lid and around the body of the chest are rust pitted with age. There is no lock on the chest, however. Um, I want to check the stairs in front of me that lead okay. down, uh, for traps. Uh, yeah, can you give me a. Right, give me a medium perception roll in the tower, please, Cherry. Okay, thank you very much. Note the uh, stairs are fine. The dust is laying disturbed, no hidden wires, and certainly pushing on the first couple of steps with stretched hand, they're solid stone. Uh, the sound of the stone on st uh, stone, presuming hopefully Ogden can hear that now, is it rhythmic? Is there any kind of pattern to it? Give me a perception roll, um, everybody. As you listen and strain to hear the noise that Cherry she could hear, you can't hear anything. Are you sure you heard something, lass? Anybody else anything? I think I am deaf. Uh, what Cran, Cherry and Silk? No, probably not. Cran and Cherry completely smell is something um, fetid and rotting, something decomposed either lower set of niches side of the door, faint, sweet smell decay. So you said that smell Rot. was either the lower niches or from behind the door? Yeah, it's from either from the lower niches, the bottom of these stairs that Cherry stands, or on the other side of the door. Oh, yeah. very, don't very go very down. Faint. Don't go any further, Cherry. There is a... Sorry, go ahead. Don't go any further, Cherry. There's a... some fetid stench I'm just getting a sense of coming from down there. Don't know whether it's in the yeah, little alcoves or all the uh, behind the door, but... I can't see... I can't see anything in the alcoves, but is there no... Is there no um, rhythmic sound to that stench scraping? No, the scraping itself was not rhythmic. It was the sound as a thing. One piece of stone had been dragged a piece of stone. Oh, okay. Silk, now, Silk, can you close that door we just came through a second? With me inside? Yeah, we'll just see. Just, <laughs> well, or, or you could be outside, love. It's just just to see if we if it if it makes the other noise happen again. Okay, I'll step outside. I'll close it. Is there any noise? Uh, no. Well, open up again, lass. Open it up again? Yes. Okay. I'll open it back up. 
Okay, give me a cherry. Can you give me a perception? Ooh, nice. As you listen again carefully, you can hear again the sound, but this time the sound of stone against stone now sounds like metal against stone. Uh, Cran, can you give me an intelligence? <laughs> sorry, sorry, I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> Stop laughing. Is that, is that reasoning or... So in is intuition, uh, Reasoning. No, I want... Uh, give me a reasoning, actually. A reasoning would be... Oh, I think, therefore, I am. <laughs> oh, Belter. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay. Cran, um, yes, the, the noise is... Um, that could be anything. Stand back, stand back, love. But it's regular, so you can hear it sort of a snick, 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 snick. And is it coming from behind the door? Coming from behind the door. Um, I want to collect the arrow from the chest and check the chest for traps. Well, well, well yeah, I'm just thinking, what's the purpose of this room? If there's something behind that door that opens up and flies down here, something mechanical, something some trap-wise, or even just if it's fetid, it's, it's something's rotten. I mean, let's be honest, this place has been open for, for, I mean, for thousands of years. Nothing should be rotten still, so... That doesn't sound good. Yeah, so I think it's a trap, probably. But yeah, so maybe we should well, would, start clearing that out. Would ex that would explain the stone and metal scraping that I heard. Has anybody I got just, any wedges? Well, my shorts have gone up my ass, but I don't think that's what you mean. <laughs> that was going to be said. I'm <laughs> afraid um, not. I'm just thinking, maybe... The door at Silk's beside, if that slams shut and people's everything inside is left with whatever happens, I don't think that's a good idea. If we can try and wedge that door somehow. Yeah, nice idea. Um, can't Silk just make that portal thingy again like he did? That's an idea, or we could just grab one of those bloody great fallen pillars. Man, I'd like that there and just... Use it to Wait, wedge the, why, in the door. Why That's don't good... we use this chest and put that in the door so that it can't close? Oh, let's not let's, let's not move the chest yet. Uh, uh, it could be the trap thing. So. Big lad, I'd like that. Doesn't say doesn't use any of Silk's power up, and we can just pop it down there. At least we can just jump over the pillar if we have to. All right. So Silk, uh, sorry, Cran will uh, try and drag a piece of pillar, uh, like four foot in diameter and wedge it where the door would so prevent the door closing yeah i'm gonna help okay yeah you can shift some masonry across make sure that slam shut on you yep, yep. that's okay well that's the precaution now let's throw it to the wind hang on a minute let's get everyone out of the passageway in case something comes flying up there like a ballista or something i would like to collect my arrow and check the chest for traps okay um give me a perception please. Uh before you open that cherry, by the way, can I just tie a rope round you just in case? Sure. Okay. As far as you can tell, the chest is not trapped. Okay, and you said it wasn't locked, so I'm going to open it. 
by the yard um, you, yard you can see how much we trust you how much we're taking this so slowly <laughs> okay inside the chest you can see what appear to be a collection uh, sorry a section um the tools however though somewhat unfamiliar to you the tools are somewhat unfamiliar to you there are some long-handled delicate looking faucets very slender blades tiny little hammers look like a selection of pointed needles all of them are still fairly well polished and in fact seem to have been oiled at some point before being placed in here for storage. um can i still see the oil on the blade you can see a hint of oil on blades yes so we can say it, and the oil hasn't uh, become all mushy yet it's still it still feels um oh, what, what's the word for it no the the oil hasn't broken down or decomposed no the oil is intact yeah someone has been here recently are you still alive no i'm pretty much dead that's why i'm talking now okay so is, it, is the chest here. open yeah yes. i'm gonna take out a small blade with okay. uh, with oil on it yeah and i'm gonna walk back to the group it's like okay. there is a whole chest filled with stuff really and someone oiled it pretty recently well you don't know if it was oiled recently but the oil is still in does it look like yeah, the embalming so tools we've seen before yes surgical instruments yes yes um, it looks like for those of you that know anything about <coughs> surgery embalming and so on yes there's a fine selection of embalming and surgical in fact the scalpel that cherry holds is still very sharp Ooh, i'm going to have a good look at that then and uh forget all about caution and run to the actual uh, chest and start looking through all the the surgical gear okay if you wanted to select um a surgical set of apparatus it will give you a plus 20 bonus to first aid second aid surgery and skill wow so if you um put on your inventory sheet um surgical tool fine they give you a plus 25 bonus to first aid second surgery wow nice so they're not magical, but they're exactly the sort of tool for you you'd need to do something. Did you say plus twenty or twenty-five? <coughs> Excuse me, plus twenty-five. Wow. Okay. Thank you. I'll put that the stuff uh, that stuff the obsidian portal as well. So nice. what is this, by the way? What I'm holding is it a butter knife? It will go through skin like butter. It's for using so just slicing. Like, so do my daggers. Right, so you got something stuck in your leg, I'll use that, slice it straight in, and then be able to yank it out. And it'll make it such a fine slice, it'd be quite easy to cut, uh, to sew back up again. Yeah. Not that Ugnan often has to use those skills, but should he, for, or any of you, be out of power First aid, second aid, surgery, uh, useful skills. Having said that, when you've got a healer that I can hard to conceive when you'd need those skills but 
certainly is a quite proud member of the session. Quite like a fight. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so it's quite interesting that there's um, surgical or embalming instruments down here. It's almost as if someone's down here creating new mummies, maybe. You've got a devious mind, Numel, and I think you might be correct. Hey, I told you those things were oiled recently. Mm. Well, we'll soon find out. Ugnan, give me a perception roll, please, in the tower. You can very faintly hear a voice from the other side, but you can't make out language or... Ugnan's going to walk to the other side of the door and have a good listen and okay. stop me if a trap happens. Okay. Ugnan, you going to follow. I come down the stairs, go first set of alcohol, stand. Actually, you've got a light source, haven't you? Yeah, lantern. You stand next to the door. Shana, come behind in case you need any. And you listen carefully. Give me a perception. Again, you can hear a voice. It's very quiet. Person talking to himself, herself, itself. And after a while, you can hear the sound. A few seconds, a is cutting into thing, perhaps. And then there's a drawn out and sigh of satisfaction, you think. Then the sound of steel stone, rhythmically. And then silence again. Does that sound, when it's rhythmically on the stone, does it sound a bit like Cran when he's sharpening his weapons at night? Yes, it does. Okay. That's, that's what it is. You got it, it? So he's going to pull back a bit and go, I think it's something undead who still thinks it's a surgeon, maybe, or, or an embalmer. And I don't know what it's doing the other side, but it doesn't sound good. It's going to be a fight, I think, or if we could reason with this, great, but if the ward's down... It's probably full of demons. Oh, fucking hell. Really? We'd always go back and close the door. We, we could. <laughs> we could. That's, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what we do. Uh, Murder hobos never do that. Murder <laughs> <laughs> hobos. We could, this is where I'll give you a speech about evil and how we should stamp it out wherever you see it. But really... I want to know what stuff it's got. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to see Shield Breaker in action. If you see, if you see evil, and stump it down every time you see it, does it mean that you're kind of evil yourself? So shouldn't you start with yourself? Never. If evil exists, especially in demonic form, it needs to be stumped. Well, if we are, we're a, we're a good kind of evil, and a rich kind of evil. Cranberg lad, um. It's probably going to be a fight. What do, you, what do you want us to do? Well, what we could always do is like pull the door closed if we'd ever look a bit. Uh, this is not my office. <laughs> yeah. Hello, I'm a photocopier repair. Um, I th yeah, I think we should check in there. We're, we're trying to find weapons to help us out, aren't we, to get that stone? Yeah. So that's fine. 
you never know. It could have an even sharper set of implements for you there in, in there. London. Don't tease me, lad. Excuse me, but someone seems to have misplaced surgical instruments in the hallway. Are they yours? <laughs> yeah. Right. I'll uh, draw draw his axe, grab his shield in one arm, and then just hold the axe in his shield hand as he tries the door. Do you guys want to get back in case there's a bloody great fireball comes flying up the corridor or something? Well, maybe let Sharna stand side by side with you there. There's enough. She's she's untouchable usually. Yeah, Sharna's uh, got. Um, sorry, Fox. Sharna's very very good. Very very hard to hit her. If she is hit, she'll drop uh, fairly quickly. But but she's very hard to. Hit. Okay, you can see um, a chamber which is all identical to the other dismal, dank chamber found that led onto the treasury. Um, again, there's a brazier in this, and again, the brazier is unlit. Around the room, you can see a number of upright sarcophagi. In the centre of the room, you can see a low bench, and bent over the bench, you can see a strangely elongated humanoid figure. It almost looks like somebody has taken a regular human elf and just stretch them the figure is perhaps seven or eight feet tall, very very thin clad in what like a dark pinstripe suit um the figure is seems to be wearing a white he doesn't turn or acknowledge your presence back to you you can see he's bent over the bench um, the figure turns and reaches behind him to picks up what like a bone. And again, without acknowledging your presence, he begins to deftly and carefully begin to remove leg. The Sorry, Stuart, you break up quite badly. Um, I yeah, think I kind of made out what that was. I have to obviously invest in it. Yes, the, so the figure is very, very tall. Uh, is bent over a corpse and deftly picks up a bone and begins to remove the leg of the corpse that lies in front of it. Well, at least you assume it's moving. Flesh, from what you can see, is very pink. Oi, sawbones down there. What are you doing? The figure abruptly stops, turns around slowly towards you. Very, very tall indeed. The figure doesn't seem at disturbed by your presence. It just cradles the bones or in two hands, grins at you, showing white, glistening at teeth that seem as if they've been point. But he doesn't take a step towards you. He just looks at you. Oh, child, I don't like the look of those teeth. He ain't human. Recognise it? Do you say his teeth have been filed? Filed to four points. Can you give me perception, Rob? The other thing that stands out about the figure is that uh, as he looks at you, his eyes blank. That is to say, you can see where his eyeball should be. There's nothing there, just skin where his eyeball should be. So you assume his eyes, you assume his eyes are open. 
but you can't see any. His teeth have indeed been queen, but he doesn't take any step towards you. And as you are your position at step, um, he doesn't do anything at all. He doesn't seem particularly disturbed, doesn't seem particularly worried, and it doesn't look like he's going to take any effect of action. He just stands by figure that he's operating on. Um, can I shoot an arrow to the far left corner of the room and see if he turns to it? So you can certainly, you can ready bow while the rest watch. As you ready your bow and aim, you can see the figure frown takes a step forward, dropping the bones. I drop my bow, I lower my bow. I'm going to take a step, if he takes a step forward, I'm taking a step forward down the stairs. Okay. No further, if, Sunshine. If Silk can take a look at him with uh, like a lure, just his, his look about him, demonic or whatever. Does it look male or female? Male, um, and certainly not human at all. It reminds me of my dentist. Do you know Katerine? Uh, so the figure, as you mentioned, Katerine, um, the figure looks disturbed, worried, and anxious, and steps back. Interesting. Well played. Yeah, my memory's a bit hazy. Katerine, yeah. Katerine was the one who uh, was basically, I think she was in charge of this whole complex. She's the one in charge of all the wards. If you remember that person who was lying down in a, a, a small finger broom, a bone, there was something scratched on it. And okay. Something like, Katerine never told me, something like that. And there was something about the wards. And that well, was in here we found that body or in the... In, your, uh, in your role as Chief Rasset, I think you should do some questioning on behalf of uh, a certain Katerine who sent us down here to to, uh, to investigate and take delivery of all of the useful stuff. Well, it might be okay, but I've just said Katerine, but I don't think I can speak its language. Um, Silk, can, can that spell, is it, is it only on you or can it be put on other people? Oh yeah. Uh, let me let me che let me check, and I start pulling out a book <laughs> and start going. Now, what the hell spell list was that? Sound so mastery you, or something? Yeah, you had a spell that I think it was rather language. Yeah, delving ways. There. Text analysis. Oh, it's text analysis. It's not speech. Yeah. So it was oh, okay. because I could read it. You can ask him to write things down. Yeah. <laughs> if you'll come. To... Yeah, he should. He should. Oh, it's all right. Do you understand me? Not if you understand me. That was worth a try. Yeah, never mind. Have to go through route one then, big lad. Uh, hang on, I can try it again. Do you understand me? If you shout louder, maybe sometimes that helps. <laughs> and if you start pointing at things, that also seems to do the trick. <laughs> oh, I make very big gestures with your hands, both of them at the same time. 
Works every time. Still shakes her head. <laughs> Racist bastards. As as anyone not living in Britain knows, that the British are renowned for their mastery of many different foreign languages, so that never. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Not much of lazy sods. <laughs> yeah, I should practice my French and German more. <laughs> Shout loudly and point, like you said. Mons two, Rodney Mons two. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, well, Cherry Cringes, uh, well, what, what do we want to do in there exactly? I know he's cutting some stuff up, but do we want to search the sarcophagi? Oh, I think the gentleman will get upset. Well, if, uh, we'll, if we'll see how long we can keep this Katarine thing going. Yeah. The corpse that he's cutting up, is, does it look like one of these mummies? Okay, so uh, the figure has just got his back towards you now and is operating on what looks to have been a mummy. As you look more closely at the floor now, you can see a bundle of wrappings, bandages, which clearly this thing, whatever it is, has cut away. And the corpse itself hasn't moved in any way, animated in any no. way? No. If if we're lucky, uh, people, he might have just taken care of all the mummies were in here. I mean, having a look at the sarcophagus around the side, are they closed or open or a mixture? All but one are closed. One is open, and there's no mm -hmm. mummy inside. Can we try and light a brazier here? We could well, do. We could try. Well, I don't know if we want to go in there. To enter the chamber. What if happened? I can't get uh, through, uh, there are like four people between me and a door. What happened last time, Yard, was that there was some traps in the previous room. I think it was which flung open all the um, the lids, and we were swarmed by about um, for six, I think it was mummies. So that might just happen here. I mean, I don't think so because there's a person walking around, but it doesn't mean there's not going to be six. Well, we we'll see how many sarcophagus there are here. Is nine? Is that ten? Ten sarcophagus. Yeah. Minus one. Guess there's a dead thing on the table. But yeah, no, I can't get through, so I can't like the brazier. Well, you, you, well, you can push your way through. You can push your way through if you want to, Cherry, and light a brazier if you want. The others are hesitant to go into the room in case it disturbs whatever this thing is. Well, we could just let it. I'm assuming it's going to, like, experiment on the rest of them as well so we could just let it carve the rest up and then research i got fear there's nothing in there actually yeah same um on the on the west wall is there any kind of uh apparatus any kind of nations? Um, you can't see no you can't see anything on the western wall at all it seems completely bare and devoid of any furnishings does does the figure have any um, weapons, or is, is the implement he's using look like one of the similar to one of the implements that we found up in the chest? Yeah, currently he has in his left hand what looks like a scalpel, and in his right hand a long pair of forceps. He seems to be pulling something out of the leg that he's just sawn off the corpse. So, so our, our, our objective is to find weapons. And... They don't look as if there's going to be too many in here. Yeah, quite frankly, that last fight with those six odd mummies was was a tough one, and I don't want to have to repeat that. But I don't have to. Yeah. 
So we're gonna play the Nadar office part? I think we withdraw. Yeah, makes sense to me. Alright, let's go back. Yeah, I agree. And I'll say, Katarine, Katarine, Katarine a few times as we walk back away. Okay, again, as you mention the name, he looks up. He doesn't turn to face you, but he certainly looks up. Um, this is obviously a name that he, he recognises. We're going to always come back here if we don't have enough like legendary weapons that we found. <laughs> and thank God right. Silk rolled high. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, oh no, oh no, it's demonic. Yeah, good, good, good right, yeah, dead right. Let's get out of here. Okay, Let's so you more decide to, to leave the room and leave whatever oh. this thing is alone. Yeah. Can yeah. Um... I'm going to close up the door. Let me drag this thing out of the way. Ah, oh, got it. Right. No, 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 no. Drag it in, barricaded. Cherry, I think you've got chalk. Can I borrow some? And can I try my best to try and redraw the ward on the door, on like with the bits that's missing? Just try and join those bits together. Uh, yes, that's not difficult. Sure. But the ward itself, part of the ward, is not just drawing the symbol, but also empowering the symbol with the correct spell uh, and okay. also using the correct material. Okay, don't worry then. So you could certainly do it, but there is a whole branch of magic around this um, creating, crafting, wards, warding signs and so on. Say, Silk, can you just patch this thing up, this ward? She doesn't have the spells to do so. Like Ugnan, she could uh, redraw things. Um, it would take time because whatever you draw has to be geometrically perfect. But she just can't empower the spell. Because yeah. she doesn't have that spell law yet. And if you talk to Silk, it's something that she is, she's fought for a long time. She is always tempted by um, demonology, but knows that this could be a fatal weakness. Yeah. Silk is a powerful magician in her own right and has deliberately stayed as clear as she can from darker spells because she's not sure she can trust herself. You've already seen how little self-discipline she has at times. Her eyes glow red. As I, she I, I think that's. I think that's fair <laughs> comment, isn't it? Magic without. It's completely you. fair, and she would have. She would have divulged that by now. Yeah, I, it, I'm not saying that she will definitely turn evil if she has the opportunity. That she's no, no. Sort of caster who just doesn't have much self-discipline, and the nature yeah. of demonology and summoning demons is once you've summoned one or two and bound them, then why not summon more? Uh, well, that's know, it. I, Everybody knows that. She does what she likes, and she likes what she does. So yes. it's very easy to fall into it. So she and mentioning the familiar earlier, she had a familiar which she will tell you, um, and she lost it, and she couldn't bring herself to summon another one. Besides other things that she could possibly summon, she she stopped that a long time ago. You're a complex woman, Silk. Mm. And. Just, just uh, out of game, but I have a note here on, in my notes on my character sheet on the twenty second, sorry, twenty sixth of March, I uh, know January, February, March, April, saying 
When you get to level eight, cast life typing on Silk. Is she a demon? A fae? <laughs> oh, nice, nice. I like it. I like it. And who knows, right? Who knows? That's awesome, though. Okay. So you've decided to leave whatever this strange creature is to his work, whatever it is. There are now just two doors against the uh, western wall. Go west. Okay, so there are two doors. Cherry pauses near the nearest one. So I'm assuming that's the door that you want to check for traps first, please, Cherry. Give me a perception roll in the tower, please. This door has a familiar warding sign, but fortunately the warding sign is intact. Cherry, as far as you can tell, the door is not trapped, but it is locked. And the lock is a difficult one. Um, yeah, sure. I'm going to try and pick it. Okay, give me a very hard lock pick roll, please. This doesn't have to be in the tower. We'll know whether you succeeded or not. Nope, close, but not quite. But you haven't jammed the lock. Have another go. So she fiddles with the lock. She almost had it, but then the lock pick just slipped in her fingers. Okay, Cherry's gonna oh. stick out her tongue, trying extra hard to concentrate, and she's mumbling to herself how this fucking lock just doesn't want to cooperate. And clearly swearing at yourself worked a treat. With a snick, both picks this time rotate the lock correctly, and you can open the door. See, I speak its language if I open the door. Okay. Dominating this room, you can see a large elaborate stone sarcophagus. Looks like this, ignoring the wall at the back. Now you've seen a number of sarcophagi like this. The writing around the base of the sarcophagi is familiar to you, but is in, in a language that's unknown to you. You can guess that it's something called Amarishi. Um, silk. So cheer up. Okay. You, we've got yeah, no. use for your. Can you do your? Can you do your read thingy in a bit? Yeah, yeah. Um, I can help. I'm him. going to check this hallway and the stairs for traps. Okay. Give me a perception roll, please. And once you've been able to get a little bit closer, you can read the writing. So, Silk, if you want to cast your spell at some point. You got. Oh, just oh. one more. <laughs> Why? Got Why it. Waste those numbers when you don't need them. I only okay. need what I need, exactly. So, Silk <laughs> almost fumbles the spell in her excitement to find out the writing. Who knew that Silk got it exciting about writing on our uh, ancient tombs? <laughs> Cherry confirms that the stairs that lead down in the hallway are not trapped. So Silk and Cherry close on the sarcophagi and are able to dis and are able to Yeah, okay, and are able to decipher the writing. Okay, which I've just I want to step out of the way so that Silk can just run into the sarcophagus. Okay. So the writing nice. again seems to be somewhat cryptic. Never borrow the strength of another. To rely on one's own strength, to cut off past and future thoughts, and not to live within the everyday mind. Then the great way is open. 
whatever that means. Here lies Lady Jeason, beloved of the court and Lord Argumental Raza's conscience, etc., etc. So if you recall, you found two other sort of uh, elaborate sarcophagi, both of which house the, um, the mummified remains of an Amarishi lord or lady. The Amarishi are these winged angelic creatures, almost forgotten uh, from the world. It says you have to piss your pants. <laughs> Oh, is that where your leggings are always wet? <laughs> oh, really? This last part, this last sentence. Uh... <laughs> Don't, otherwise I'm going to have to ask you to all make reasoning roll. <laughs> oh, opposed, opposed by Silk's presence. Oh, I've got an acting skill. I chose it just to start yeah, lying. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, so there is also a small uh, hallway to the left. And there's a door there which is shut, and there seems to be a large lock mechanism in the center of the door. Well, these sarcophagus. Uh, Sorry, Crancor. Um, what are those oh. faces in the corner of the room? They're large urns. Um, all four of the urns are stoppered. The urns are about, and they're made of uh, porcelain. The urns are about three foot tall and about a foot wide. Have we encountered them before? Something like it? Yes. Yeah, we've seen yeah. quite a few around. Argonne, do you reckon shall I wiggle the, uh, the old lid off? They've been quite Seriously. lucrative in the past, I think, and they, it's always like they want us to have it, to take the fight yes. again. So, yeah. There's, there's Rude not like, to. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't feel like grave robbing, actually. It feels like um, them giving us a gift. Yes. Picking up really? the mantle, as they say, carrying a torch. Um, Cran, with um, the aid of um, somebody else, you can get Betsy in, and as you've quite professionally stated, winkle the, uh, the sarcophagus up, and with Shana's help, you can make strength rolls. So, um, Cran, give me a strength roll, please, and you can make that a light strength roll. Ooh. With Shana's help and the aid of Betsy, get over 100, and you can just get that lid shifted off. All right. All right, here we go. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> Not too sure how you came. Shana looks at you and wonders why you made those noises at all. <laughs> so, how do you do a strength roll? You go... Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. You sound like you want to drop a pen on the floor. It's on the main... <laughs> Do you know, what? I that... make those noises when I do my up. That's why I'm close to retirement. <laughs> yeah, it's when, you, when, when you're over 50, getting out of bed, you make those sort of noises in the morning. So, uh, it's terrible. It's... I, make them all, I got caught myself doing it today, and I was just picking up a piece of paper. And I thought, I know. And I honestly, I kid you not, fellas, I dropped the paper on the floor again, bent down to pick it up, and bugger me, I made the same noise again. <laughs> it's oh. age. Wow, yeah. Age, age I hate all noise. of you who are younger than me. No, no. <laughs> hey, I'm, after 40, that's it. It's downhill for everybody. So. Yeah. There's no 40, anyway. there's no 40 plus ninjas. Right. No, I'm gutted about that. My 55-year-old my okay. business partner just completed an Iron Man last week, so uh, 
Wow. Oh, he can fuck off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. I'm sorry, me. That's I agree. Yeah. Exactly. And now that goes, that goes on the taster. <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be a lot of editing. Okay, so inside the sarcophagus, yet again, you can see what is clearly a carefully and reverently wrapped body of a tall humanoid. The Amarishi were tall specimens. Um, this one is approximately six feet, so perhaps slightly shorter than the other two that you found. Resting on top of the white linen, which is still a uh, glistening almost white. There are a pair of leather and steel arm greaves and a silver torque. A torque is sort of a, a solid sort of thing that you wear around your neck. The torque is engraved with the sign of a bear. The folded arms of the figure cradle a large black war hammer. Bobby. Shall we get looting? Uh, okay. Just, Anything just take it, magical take... silk? I just, well, uh, just let me... Like in, in the translation there, it talks about relying on one's own strength. And I almost want to say, maybe let's not loot this one yet. Let's take a look around okay. through the, the the one other. Oh, I reckon, I reckon oh, Shana would love those, those bracelets. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this could be, uh, certainly the Warhammer is enchanted. The talk is enchanted, so are the bracelets. Um, and as you've said before, these are items that you as a group would normally hesitate to rob graves. That's not really what you guys as heroes do. All joking aside, you've never kind of killed things and then, right, now let's grab their stuff. You've always been much more heroic and you're certainly white hat wearers. But these sarcophagi that you've looted, you almost feel that this is part of your destiny. Oh, yeah, it's our mission mm. right now is to find yeah. these kind of things. So. Okay. It's the greater good. I, I wave at it and I say, have at it. <laughs> and yeah, I'll share any information that I, I know from. Okay, so uh, again, those items are put on well, um, and you can discuss, claim, distribute them as you see fit. I'll get the portal updated tomorrow with all of the items that you've found and make sure everything's there. I'll double check your notes, John, um, the party notes at the end of this session. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind of handwriting this. I'm not copying all of the information. Okay, don't worry about that. I'll, um, appreciate I can, that. Yeah. I'll double check everything. Presumably, Shana um, is a mentalist user. Yes. It says on the sheet that I'm, I'm an essence. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. Yeah, she's an essence user. Well, and that's it. Is she a mentalism user or mentalist? Because there is a mentalist. No, she's a essence spell user. Yeah, the Chokadar bracelets is a mentalist. They they have yes. support. The talk would be very useful for Shana or Cran. They've both got high constitutions and both frontline fighters. Oh, the... any stuns to shake off. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, uh, and the Warhammer. Don't really know. I mean, Warhammers are they one-handed? Yeah. Mm -hmm. One -handed. So that would be incredibly useful for a kind of backup weapon for Numal or even Cherry, maybe, or even Agnan the axe wielder. <laughs> well, maybe, yeah. <clears throat> um, talk. I prefer really probably for Crown's have it. The reason being is Shana's normally very good at actually just dodging, 
whereas you do take hits as you go along, so you're more likely probably to get stunned. I mean, I do know that when Shauna gets hit, then she gets hit. Yeah, that kind of makes sense, I guess. Um, well, we don't don't necessarily need to divide that out now. We let's talk talk with Craig's around and or yeah. set up set up a chat once once we know everything in the pool. Um, wow, that's uh, and the Warhammer, um, Stuart, I I. My skill ranks are all on hand axe, so presumably that's just uh, again uh, be a untrained skill. Yeah. So the way, so the warhammer, unfortunately, although it's a one-handed weapon, one-handed, not one-handed edged. So your axe is a one-handed, one-handed edged skill. Yeah. So you could use half of that skill with any other one-handed edged weapon, but a warhammer isn't. So you'd use it untrained. Okay. Okay. But of course. You know, go up a level, put a few points in it, just get plus five, and you immediately got plus twenty-five. So it could be a nice for you eventually uh, a backup weapon or a main weapon. Yeah. So I think we should be generous and give. Remember, reading that, don't just take from the sarcophagus, put stuff in for her. Maybe holy water as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I'm not. I'm not sure if it's being too literal, but um. It's just a noble thing to do as well yeah so Cranel, i mean he's got so many damn weapons so you can afford to give one up i'm gonna pick a oh, i forgot about that horn the foul had that had been quite useful earlier <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pick a two-handed sword plus 10 out yeah of the array of bristling weapons sticking out from behind his back and reverentially lay it in the sarcophagus uh wrapping her hands around the hilt in like a viking glory in combat death type way and so just for the new uh, folks it cran looks like the game of thrones throne <laughs> yeah i must have like 10 weapons i'm carrying <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be allowed in an MRI machine, put like that. So. No. Okay, so you take uh, a great two-handed sword yeah. and replace the warhammer with that two-handed sword. Yeah, and I'll make, I'll make um, a, some abase, abase and, and like whatever Cass's uh, sign equivalent to making the cross symbol, I will do that as you okay. kind of worships Cass. So, so okay. we do that before we remove anything, right? Yeah, yeah, you can, so you can do that. that. I mean, certainly, certainly you paused and looked at the writing carefully enough to do something a little bit more reverently than just looting the thing and then putting some stuff in there or tossing some weapons in there. Yep, you can do that. Okay. Nice. Nothing seems to happen. And I'll just say... But you yeah. all feel that you've done something good. You've done something well, something appropriate. And I'll just say, Lady Jais and I believe our need is for battling a great evil and is greater than yours now. However, I don't want you to be weaponless wherever you may be. So this is for you. Um, as he kind of muttered that very self-consciously under his breath as he said <laughs> that, and then, uh, and then and then grabbed the warhammer and the other stuff <laughs> out of the sarcophagus. Right, let's get this loaded up. I'm going to wander by and just pat him a couple of times on the back and nod and then not say anything, carry on walking. Okay. Thanks, thanks. So there is an elaborate lock on the door in front of you. 
if you wish to explore that. Can we look at the copper urns in the corners? Yep, you can. Um, if you have a look um, at them, they're all tall and they're stoppered. You'd have to remove the stopper, Shana, to investigate the urns. The stoppers are made of um, cork, you think, but then have been waxed over and sealed. Do you think, shall I open it up? I don't think we've opened one yet, have we? I don't think we have. So maybe one of us should open it and the rest of us should be out of the room just in case there's anything gaseous. I just thought I put the I put the sword down and that did say rely on one's own strength. Well, how about we open one when we are done and exit the room? Yeah, go look at this door first and then do it at the end, yeah. Okay. Chairing. The door then has got an elaborate lock mechanism on it. Gonna check out the traps first. Off you go. Can you give me a uh, very hard perception roll in the tower, please? Okay. Thank you very much. I'd like to just double check her work, especially since Bosco's not here, so he can't tell me off. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. The door itself is different from the other doors that you've seen because there seem to be some fine black lines that crisscross the door, the wall, and an area of the floor just in front of the door. Alarmed by this, you check the door perhaps more carefully than you've checked some of the others. And there is a, I mean, the door is trapped but it's not a simple me uh, mechanical trap. Um, you can see that the ceiling is rigged to perhaps collapse or do something, but you get a tingling from the door as well, as if there's a magical ward embedded in the door. Um, Silk, can you stand precisely where I am standing and then check the door? Do not move closer under any circumstances or else that ceiling is going to say hi to your head. Uh, Silk, can you give me again a... Can you give me a hard perception roll, please, in the tower? Well, the black veining that you can see, Silk, is familiar to you. And as you walk closely, you feel a little bit nauseous. The black veining is Krigora, or a material like Krigora, which is designed to block the use of magic, particularly essence. So whatever enchantment is on the door is highly unusual, since the door itself is veined with Krigora. Wow. Can you give me Silk? You're actually, I keep forgetting that Elvis is an elf. As a wood elf, you're older than anybody else. Can you give me a memory, please? Thank you. Uh, Silk, you know that Krigora would block um, the use of and make it very difficult to use, cast, essence, mentalism, and channeling spells. Those are the three conventional realms of, of magic, mm -hmm. channeling being divine mentalism coming from the person and essence tapping into external forces essence power ley lines etc mm -hmm. however 
If there's a magical trap on this door, the only way that would work is if somebody has somehow fused or welded together essence, uh, sorry, essence, mentalism and channeling. Now, you've heard of people called and lawmasters who were able to weave those different spell realms together. Um, they would be archmages. It's right. not as if they, they, they didn't so much draw or have a fourth realm of magic, but they were able to draw from two realms or three realms simultaneously. They were masters of magic. So whoever has put a trap on that door has been able to use Krigora and overcome the Krigora by wielding and weaving spells together. That's like godlike, basically, then. Very, very high, yes. Yeah, so I'll relay that to everybody. And they, um, no, they don't want people in there. There's got to be some kind of... Um, a, key or warding mechanism to get rid of the the effect that it produces here perhaps one of the weapons waved in front of it touching the door uh perhaps i don't know i i i can touch it you want me to touch no no hang on no 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 uh so uh i'm gonna self-consciously think clearly as i can uh and think a thought about speaking to this sword and say, Chillbreaker, if I touch you to the door, will the door open for you, for me? Okay, so, what are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> she approaches the door. Quick, grab says, her. Um, there is no answer from the sword at all. So you can draw the sword and it immediately begins to emit this low thumping noise and there's a dull gleam from the blade, but there's no answer in your head. Cran. All right. Sword is more of an emotional communicator rather than a, a voice speech physical one, right. communicator. I'm going to get the sword and hold it by the around the just under the cross piece on the blade and present it point down towards the door and then move up to touch it, feeling a bit of more of a bit of an idiot doing this. Because we know Cran doesn't know physics, that you shouldn't touch maybe possibly electrical thing with a metal item. What's physics? <laughs> That's all right. He's got rubber boots. Um... Uh, he damn well doesn't. They're still toe cap <laughs> bastards, I tell you. Okay. Uh, so nothing happens, Cran. And then you touch the highly enchanted metal door with your brand new shiny magic sword in a slightly sweaty hand. Nothing we... happens. Oh, thank God for that. I nearly saw my armour. Well, yes, I wanted to draw it out and say, well, the faint smell of ozone, the hairs on your hand go up. The air uh, goes white and then blue. No, nothing happens. Well, I think it's open. <laughs> uh, that... <laughs> and the no, door no. remains closed. That didn't, that didn't work. Stupid idea. I put the I'll resheath the sword. So you right. can try and pick the lock. You can try and disarm the trap. But obviously, if you get either of the two wrong, the consequences could be serious. Obviously, Silk has warned you that whoever enchanted and crafted the lock was um, very, very powerful indeed. 
Well, I could drink out the horn and then you could have to stick the talk of resilience on. That's gonna, that can't hurt. And then, uh, well, I don't know what else will help. I don't think we're capable we'll of going through that. do that whole diggy thing again. Well, that's it. I mean, just if this is so warded, why don't we go into this other door and see if there's anything in there to help, or at least for completionism. <laughs> so says. There might be a yeah. portal in there. So. Mm. Let's check oh, that place out first. What if the portal will help? Yeah. <laughs> you mean on that chest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like an infinite number of possibilities. Of course, it's going to be that room. Hmm. But that the Kragora line door here, though, will prevent us from casting pit to get past it. Will yeah, prevent us from portal. casting portal on it. So, yeah, it it's basically a get out of jail free card for us accessing it. Well, Why that prevent us casting it there, though? Is it five foot or ten foot pit? Sorry, by there I mean southeast in the little five ten by ten room. Yeah. Oh, for Ugnin, you. The Scion. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, we could try. There might be, if it's like that previous place we found right the way down there with a kind of room back to back with another, it might even touch. Oh, I see. Yeah. You, yeah. You can try that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then again, we are like, it's almost like a tunnel and we're not shoring up with anything. So that could be a problem. Right. Other thing I thought as well is carrying, uh, casting a earth wall above the doorway. So if there's anything in the ceiling does fall, the earth wall will catch it. I said it. But I don't think it'll, I don't like think it'll stop. Idea. I don't think it'll stop the enchantment on the door, though. No, but then it stops the rocks from falling on me picking the lock. That's the idea. But, but if you want to check the other door first, that's a really short. Well, this okay. this is the truth. Here is I'll get close again, and I'll kind of where does it stop feeling prickly? Like here, Batman. here, here. Yeah, About. so yeah, so if you let me sort of draw that as a box. Because mm, then anything inside of there you can't cast inside of. It'll just uh, let me try that again. So basically anything sort of there ish. Gotcha. So yeah, nothing, you know what I mean? It, if you start the spell anywhere inside of there it won't it won't be created, it won't be affected. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. And if you start the spell outside it and have the the range push in, no, the Kragora both stops you casting the spell within its area of effect, and a spell like thing happening in its area of effect. Well, whoever cast that must have been immensely powerful and wanted to keep something in there very badly. Mm -hmm. No, that or keep undesirables out. For... Which, being honest, it, I want to get in there very badly. You are the undesirable, yes. Yeah, it could be 2,000-year-old brandy in there. Just think how good that would taste. Have a load of books. Oh, God. Yeah, we could warm the brandy up by setting fire to the books, I suppose. Go, sacrilege! <laughs> okay, so where next? You've got two options. You can explore the chamber, uh, the door just to the north, or you come up with a suggestion of maybe forming some sort of tunnel from that alcove room that is on your map. Should we try that? Tunnel. Should we try the tunnel option? Trying to cast that pit underneath that wall again, as leaving like a two or three foot gap this side, and hopefully it'll be enough space to get into the room if there was a room behind there. 
I like the Sorry, I'm, yeah, first. I'm, uh, that's a bit of a meta gaming here. I, I guess we're not really mapping it that accurately. So we, I may not know exactly that it's quite close, basically. Uh, so sorry about that. Yeah, do you want some kind of roll, Stuart? Like a yeah, roll to see if No, no, I don't think it. so. I mean, you are, you know that there's, I mean, you know, having had these suspicions, you could have paced it out and thought, well, those two look fairly close. Okay. Um, another group might have thought, why is there an alcove here? Um, it's a bit suspicious. Have we searched the back of that alcove for a secret door? And at that point, it might start leading you to think, well, it must go somewhere. No, I'm not going to worry too much about it. And also, right. it leads to a room full of lava. So, Exactly. It's, a, you know, having given you all these shiny I'm going to laugh my arse off and turn them into a flag. <laughs> As we glow. <laughs> All tactical nuclear explosion well, happens. There's nothing like giving somebody the plus five holy defender at level nine, and then an hour later having it destroyed by I don't know a rust monster. Yeah, <laughs> portals of the plate of Chernobyl. Okay, mm-hmm. so the idea is then for Ugnan to use his well-known ability to place um, high-level spells exactly where he wants them. Oh yeah, I get pretty good at it now. Famous last word. So at which point Silk does her usual and says, "Well, I'm going to stay in another room." Okay. Actually, I think I don't even have to be that close. Got a fifty foot range. Okay. Right. So and... the usual story going to have to be twenty seven or more. And how big is your? What are the dimensions? Pit again, please. Okay. So assuming again, it's stone because um, Earth it is it, it's quite massive, but with stone. It's uh, 500 cubic feet. Okay. So what we're trying to do is extend it as far forward as possible. Um, but trying to think about where the the Gregora might kick in. So probably as close as I can get up to where I think the Gregora is. Again, if you want me to make a roll, then fine. And then make it almost like a tunnel. We're going to have to like, uh, shuffle well, through. Well, essentially, you're, you're going to start your tunnel and have it extend as best you can. Yeah. As far as you can. All right, give me that uh, roll first of all. Okay, 27 or more. You he are is getting better yeah. at it. Nice. Okay. Um, so he did it? You... Yeah, he did. <laughs> Cheeky cow. Uh, so you create a pit which extends and then stops abruptly at a stone wall, which unfortunately, is lined with black veined Cregora, stopping mm. your pit going oh, any further. I can't get it any further. It's the stuff again. Mm. Ah, bollocks. Makes sense. It was a good try, though. Not bad. You could, if you had time and comfortability shore up your pit, you could, of course, now attack that wall with pickaxes. Just mundane items, yeah. I'm but, just worried about if it's something that's there with a lot of thought about what they're trying to shield, and we go in and completely smash it open, what are we letting free, or what have we done, which is mm-hmm. irreversible. Yeah. You're assuming mm-hmm. that the lock is to keep people out. You don't know if it's there to keep something in. Mm. Um, Silk will probably know of Krigora mostly because it is one of the, the sure ways that you could shackle a magician 
or any powerful spellcaster just by getting them to wear a pair, a pair of um, Gregora-made manacles. Mm-hmm. Ch- Cherry, love, um, you've done it a few times. You sometimes thought about if you did something, what might happen. How about Could you not think about if you went through that door, what would happen? Or if we cracked open that wall, and what would happen? Anything like that? Okay, so Cherry has... Um, an item which allows her to cast a basically she can look if she makes a successful spell roll or a successful roll she can look forward about 10 minutes into the future um, and get a vague sense of what will happen um, she won't know details she will exactly what's behind the door but she will know whether something good or bad will happen so cherry um, i think it's a ring that you're wearing which gives you that power i'm just checking your inventory something i think it's like else. intuition it might be a spell list it might be an intuition or something like that or is, it into, or is it a spell list actually i th- could be uh, yeah that she's got, sorry, she's got a spell list well. sorry that's she's got awesome that's right she's got um intuitions so you get to gaze three minutes into the future if you can cast your spell so you'll get a vision of what happens Yes, Wouldn't the... it be more use, useful to me trying to pick that lock and then use that beforehand so that I got a rough idea of what I need to do with that lock then? You can't use an intuition if you pick a lock, if that's what you're asking. No, but if I, pick, if I cast that spell yeah. on me trying to pick the lock... Oh, right. So, yeah, so you can... And then I get, a, I get, then I get an idea of how I need to open that lock. No, it you won't. Know? It won't uh, increase your chances of picking the. It'll just tell you what will happen if you try and pick the lock. Yeah, and also if you have picked the lock and it opens up a greater demon of the pale, then we're dead. So it's a bit worrying. But yeah, it's like a, a movie camera drone that follows you around and shows you what would happen if you do a certain. So to cast the spell, Cherry, um, basically you've got eight power points. Um, the spell will cost you cast uh, sorry cost you three power points. All you need to do is roll higher than a. F- and that's an open-ended roll, right? Yeah. There you go. Twenty-seven. Okay, so. Um, so I want to I want to know what will happen if we enter the room. Right. If you enter the room, you can see that there are a large of chests. Uh, a large number of urns, and you could be very wealthy indeed. Um, but there are no creatures moving around. You don't Something get the sense there. You're not going to be attacked. So there is. There are no guardian chambers, as far as you can tell. But there is a great deal of wealth. When I say there are lots of chests and urns and coins. That's more a a feeling. If you can get into the room, you will be very wealthy. So, all right, guys. At the same time, if you fail to pick the lock, and if you fail to pick the lock, you can't get in. If you do not deal with the trap, the chances are that at least two of you will die. Whatever is warding the room is a very powerful trap indeed. All right, guys. So. If we get into that room, we're going to be rich. Yeah. I don't get a sense that we're going to be attacked. 
Okay. Open the door. However, failing to do that might get us all killed. So what I'm hearing is you're going to open the door and we're going to stay here. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on a minute. We use Pi tools so well. Please do try. We're not here, are we, to just like steal coin. We're here to find weapons and stuff to help us get through. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, Silk is not into you know, treasure herself. We've, 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 we've made enough coin as it is. We're not greedy people. This is here to aid well, us in our quest and our uh, mission. It, it, it is not coin. Uh, lots of chests, lots of urns, so there could be even, indeed, uh, weapons in there, or armor, or more, or more of those fancy ropes that I now want. I do need to make my, get myself something made like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, right, guys. It's coming up to ten thirty, so I'm going to pause it there. Will you decide whether you want um, to leave Cherry here to pick the lot, while the rest of you retreat, probably back to sell Kai in case anything goes wrong. <laughs> um, tunneling into the room seems to be impossible. Um, Cherry is debating, probably arguing with herself, whether she wants to risk setting off the trap. Some of you obviously don't feel the need to become wealthier, although Cherry's not convinced that there's just monetary wealth on the other side of that door. There could indeed be items, artifacts. You've got one other door that you explore, and I think as Ugnan and maybe Cran discussed, you could find the key to this treasury if you well, we explore have got, the last We bit. have found a key. We have got a large iron key. Where does this fit? Written by it. It's not Betsy. We've also it? found four keys to the Chamber of Heroes. Well, that was different. Yeah. And that's a good summary there by Stuart at the end. So, not an awful lot for me to say. And then, sorry for some of the quality of the audio in this episode. We're uh, going to try Stuart out on a new mic to see if it's his mic or if it's the actual connection. You'll see that in a couple episodes' time. There's a bit of lag, by the way, when we do our sessions and how long it takes to edit and put these out. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for subscribing. If you've seen this on YouTube, you can always listen to us on Podbean, iTunes. And the other way around, if you're listening, you can always watch this on YouTube. You can contact us in the different ways listed in the description. Once again, thanks very much for listening. Catch you in the next episode. Bye.